Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I have a leg injury and a foot injury right a now. A leg and a foot. Are they on the same side of my body? Side of your body? Yes. yes. Okay. Left. What happened to you? I got stung by a bee. And then I think I got stung by another bee. Oh, come on. I think I did. Well, when did this happen? Last night. Last night? Last night. Who knew? It's Mike Shope. Huh. Just never thought about getting stung by a bee at night. I don't know. But there would still be bees at night. I guess. Not to sound like the flat earth thing. <laughs> there would, well, the bees just don't disappear when it gets dark. Okay. But I've never seen one at night. Well, it's dark. And the bulldog. Maybe they would not be out at night, but you disturbed it, so it came out and said, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, they weren't expecting I, me. In, I'm in here trying to watch the Vietnam War on PBS, <laughs> and you're, you're, what are you doing sitting down in the chair? It's, uh, this is my time. You are not supposed to. <laughs> right. This is our time. Right? That's what the B said. Right. So, For, but, on behalf of the other Bs. But, on WGR Sports Radio 550. Did you ever actually do that, by the way? I think you did. Uh, do, 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 uh, I think that was like a true account. Watch the Vietnam War on PBS. Uh, yes, I did. The whole yes. thing? It was extremely powerful. Yeah. The whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you didn't watch like part of it and go, No. I don't I, know if I can take anymore. I and stayed, bail. You know, I, it, 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 was very, it was very well done, in my opinion. Yeah, like must, must watch. I have so, not seen it. Highly recommend. I mean, there's no doubt that it's great. There's just no question about, of course it would be powerful. Of course it would be great. I've not done it. I've listened to a lot of Vietnam podcasts, most, mostly centered around uh, the White House. Johnson and then Nixon, different podcasts about them and their part, their massive parts in Vietnam policy and just how it all evolved. I haven't watched the show, though. There, there is. Oh, I don't want to start because I, I, I don't know that I have it committed to memory. But there's, there's one. There's a lot of powerful images and information contained w- within the program. Uh, but there is one recording. I believe it's Kissinger and Lyndon Johnson talking, and it's just so. It's just so heavy. It's just so heavy. Like hearing, like the you know, the the. You know the, the price they're willing to pay, the disregard for lives. It's just, it's just chilling, really chilling. Might have been McNamara. I don't know. I'd like to know what that is. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have it committed to memory. No, well, I mean, there's only so much room. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, just, just sitting here, and the opens playing, and the Vietnam War documentary is mentioned, 
And there should be a name, or maybe not, for like the Thursday midweek after the Super Bowl is played. Where it's like, a, this is really the sort of the beginning of the offseason, I think. I'm feeling today that is, okay, I'm going to really need to dig something up here. You know, like, we're, we're not to moves yet. The draft is way far away. I want to bring up the, the draft. Game, the game is over. The, the game is over. Call, whatever, the slippery field, like, whatever. We're done. Like, we've been talking a lot about the Chiefs the last three days, and I'm kind of sick of doing that. I don't want to talk about the Chiefs anymore, really. Like, okay, they won. Let's look ahead. You know? Yeah, sure. I, I, I like the conversation. I mean, I like yesterday's and or the day before is a lot about how they did it you know in terms of the roster i think that's really interesting Mm -hmm. and applicable to the bill's situation i like that i was part of my time today to to prep was finding other ways to save the bills money like i'm going through their spot track and oh this is probably a guy they could they could cut there's enough savings there expendable isaiah mckenzie is one for example like Mm -hmm. isaiah mckenzie Cap wise would save them two point six million dollars if he weren't on the team. I like Isaiah McKenzie, but no, I think. So anyway, I'm I'm doing that too. But I don't want to talk about Andy Reid or Mahomes really that much more. Just like, okay, you know, this could have been our year. It wasn't. They won, they've won before. I don't have anything like Mahomes being great is not new. Andy Reid winning and being great is not new. Right, like, I'm done. I, I think I'm done. I'm done. The, the Sabers play too late. Uh, I, I think <laughs> I, the games are too late. Uh, I, I'm done with the Chiefs for now. I did. It just. It, this is cool because right up until I'm telling you, like right up until two minutes ago, I'm like, okay, well, we can talk about Tiger Woods. We can talk about Tim McCarver, and we'll do those things probably. Tiger's just about to tee off here, but Aaron Schatz and Football Outsiders tweeted. The first look at next year's DVOA rankings. Have you seen it? No, I have not seen it. So without, because I really even couldn't, like explaining all the methodology and all that, where would the bills come in next year DVOA? Like this is a very, you know, a group of very smart people analyzing the numbers play by play. Aaron took a lot of liberties that he felt he had had to do with quarterbacks around the league, but... The Bills would not be a team where that needs to be adjusted. So um, where would where would the Bills rank? Right, but what what do they do with like hot, look roster construct? Right, uh, I, I, I guess maybe the, the, it doesn't matter that much. <laughs> like Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer aren't meter movers enough that to that, impact it if they're here or not. That might be right. I doubt he's moving all the free agents that are up in the NFL. All I, I doubt he's mm-hmm. projecting Jordan Poyer anywhere else. Right. So probably that's kind of stagnant. He moved quarterbacks. Okay. I think that's actually written, but it just like I just saw it at three. So I have to read the whole thing. But you know I would gu- I would guess that they're in the top five. Number one. Oh, okay. Well there you go. With uh, with a good lead over Kansas City and Baltimore. All right, everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> that's right. Well, you tell me. Like Poyer is probably gone. Uh, Edmonds, maybe also, what is that going to mean to your expectations? Anything? What, what's actually here? Here's, here's a good question. Maybe what are you going to need to see 
Or ask this the other way around if it's better. Like what would really worry you? What would you need to see to feel like, you know, how you felt a year ago about them? Well, this is a, it's a little, it's a little challenging because they've been very good or better than that, especially on defense with Poyer and Edmonds on the team, obviously, and on the field. I, I, I told you yesterday, my biggest concern this off season is the Bills moving a bunch of stuff around to find a way to give Tremaine Edmonds fifteen million dollars a year or something. Uh, and I, I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just reluctant for that to happen, recognizing how excellent their defense has been with him in the middle of it. Um, but I, I just don't think that that is a good buy right now. I would rather free up money to find ways to improve on the offensive side of the ball because I just think I think trying to I, trying to stop Mahomes, trying to shut him down just seems ridiculous to me. I, I they've had decent success doing it in a couple of regular season games in a row, but when they've met in the playoffs, they've gotten just killed by him. With their, you know, most of their complement of guys. So let's let, let me just play this out. It, Poyer leaves, and Mike Hyde is back. I I assume so. Yeah, he could be another cap casualty candidate, a CCC if you prefer. He could be that because it's like five million bucks in his age. But would they want to lose them both? You know, I think I, with Poyer, yeah, potentially leaving that that's a that would be tough. Okay, so. Mike Hyde is on the field. Most of the defense is the same, and Jordan Poyer is gone. He's on some new team, and who like some replacement? What do you want? Some replacement level yeah. new safety is there because they don't have all the money, and you just keep Jordan Poyer if you wanted to pay up at that position, or somebody who's on the, on the roster now is is back there. What is that? What do you think that's going to feel like as you get close to the season? Because every year. There are some, well, I mean, what happened last year? How much of this was there last year? Emmanuel Sanders, Jerry Hughes before that. like Addison, just, yeah. Right, yeah, like guys. there are some guys who are not there, but you still felt great about it. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I want to really find out if we're not going to feel great about it. I think the the reason, a reason why you might not is, for me anyway, let me say, and I'm just going to say it and then decide if I mean it. Like, it's not that Jordan Poyer probably won't be there. It's that the the Bengals' loss just makes it feel like that big, that much bigger of a hill to climb because you have two teams now that are at least as good as you, probably. Mm-hmm. And I think last year we treated this whole thing like it was only one. And so now it's two games. Now it's double the amount of games. At least, you know, it'll change probably, but that you have to get through to win. Maybe. And, oh, yeah, right. Head to head. Like, for, for if you're thinking about the one seed, like, those are, and they you play both of these teams, so that's those are key matchups. It just, like, when it's only Kansas City, okay, well, I'm good enough to get there, and let's play. I've beaten them before, and let's play. Now it's two games. Ugh. I, I don't think I'm going to fixate on who's in for Jordan Poyer. And I have to I have to not really go there for like expectations 
The betters won't. The betting markets won't. Right. And that's my brand. You know, that's sort of mm-hmm. my, that's that's my political party. <laughs> it's like okay, well, we have a new safety. So, <laughs> like, I think that's Kansas City just did that too. Last year to this year, or twenty one to twenty two. Right, and won the Super Bowl doing it. So, yeah, look, I I think I'm willing to see them take a step back. I'm putting finger quotes around a step back. Statistically, rankings, DVOA, whatever, on defense. And maybe that's likely if you let key cogs in what has been a very highly rated defense go. Poyer and Edmonds are, are the two people that I'd be talking about. Um, but it, it, now, you know, do you fall to the bottom of the league? Do you fall from the top five to hovering around the top 10? Uh, you know, I, I don't know how that, how that'll shake out, but I, I think you could afford a step back on defense if you improve on offense, like get more dangerous totally, on offense. Totally. And I know we're talking about a team that finished second in points per game. So that's hard, but like more speed, just more dangerous on offense, improve your offensive line, deploy your resources there, and whether or not you're as highly rated in all the different measurables all year long, I'm just not really going to worry about it because having that highly rated defense has not mattered at all when they get to the playoffs. It just hasn't. So it's nice to have that, and I I don't think it means nothing. Um but at the same time, like, what is it really? What is it really worth? So I, I don't want to invest top dollar, and at Edmonds especially, Poyer at his age. I mean, the writing's been on the wall. They're going to move Christian Benford back there and take that for a spin. I, like, I don't know. I'm not expecting that to be seamless, and, and without its problems. But ultimately, if it costs me some spots in the rankings, but I'm still, you know, the contender that I've been. And I'm going to go win my 11, 12, 13 games. I'm just not really going to worry about it that much. I don't think. Well, that's let's just keep that in mind. You know. Yeah. We we kind of all. What have we maybe realized in the last almost a month, whatever it's been since they lost? It what you know, thinking about the draft, like as recently as yesterday, it's. Guys, I think I draft offense, and we're like, yeah, I think we all think that. You know that. It really is, they won't only draft offense, probably, mm-hmm. but how could they not lean in that direction here? How could they not? It's the combination of what the team was at the end of the season, and all the time Sal reminds us that the Bills say this: how you end the season, you want to learn from that and react to that. So even with, that, with or without that point, you look at what the team is, how the season ended, and then what they've done in the draft the last two, three years – how could they not go that way? That could be offensive line. That could mm-hmm. easily be offensive line. Yep. I hope it isn't running back. I loved Jeremy's tweet this morning. They found another mock draft, ESPN maybe, Bill's first round, Jameer Gibbs running back, Alabama. And he's like, this. every one of these feels like an attack. <laughs> totally how I feel. It does feel like an attack. Hello? Why are you even saying these things? Right. So, I mean, it could be that, but receiver line okay i mean i how much of that will they do in their picks maybe 75 percent or two-thirds I, I, I i would 
if I if I could do it, if I could find the action, I would want to bet. I think pretty substantially on, in some order, receiver, offensive line with the first two picks. And I, I can't tell you sitting here today, you know what what you know which way I think that'll go. But I I would be pretty surprised if the first two picks they make are not in some order those two positions. Yeah, I mean. Depends on how the draft goes, I guess, would be the only sure. hedge I mean, I'd make on that. Can't know what it always know, does. who they like and what personnel might be available when their pick comes, but all the same, like I, I just feel like they'll find their way to those two positions pretty early. Wide receiver, I've said this already this week from just reading about it and thinking about it a lot, I think it's very much like last year. I mean, I think they could have done that even in round one last year, but I mean, they they probably were not going to. I think they could have, and it just wasn't going to be possible without moving up the way the draft, the first round of the draft went. Six guys go in front of them, so best not to, you know, reach here. Okay, round two, and I don't know, maybe they would have been on Sky Moore or on Pickens, but those guys go pretty close to in front of them just before the Bills pick. And they end up moving down and end up on James Cook, you know, to some extent, similarly a weapon for the offense, or at least in theory, he was. He didn't start a game. I just that one we'll be talking about all the time here. <laughs> just how how that goes from here, but like they could have done that last year. I think this year is the same. Maybe not as many candidates. Maybe it's three receivers that mm-hmm. consensus have in the first round instead of like five. It wasn't always six. Dotson moved up. Like, it wasn't always six. But that's how it turned out. Three, how how badly do teams want them? A lot of teams want receivers, young receivers here. And the recent years, they are smashing as, they, as soon as they walk in the door in the NFL. Like, you can convince yourself Smith and Jigba or Johnston or Addison will be good, valuable starters day one. And that's just more reason to wonder what position that leaves the Bills in at 27 with their being. I think there's a thirst for for receivers. You know, listen to how we're talking. It's not like the Bills Mm -hmm. didn't have a great offense. Yeah, I think the rest of the league is aware that it's a passing league. And if you've got one of these quarterbacks, whether they're at the level of Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, or sort of knocking on the door, like the way to get yourself to blast through that door is to get that guy some some dudes to throw the ball to. <laughs> let's 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 really get rolling here. You know, I would think the Chargers definitely are in line for a refresh at receiver with the age of Allen and maybe the durability concerns about Mike Williams. Like, go do something, and may, maybe that'll be free agency. Maybe that'll be a trade. I don't know. Um, but I yeah, I think you know any team that is. And I think the AFC has got a lot of examples of this. Not not everyone's all set at the receiver positions, and there are a lot of stud quarterbacks in the conference. So I I would expect maybe the maybe they'll even be an overrating of some of these guys because of that because there is a demand to you know fill your roster out with guys that can that can really do it. Right. All right. Well. There are free agents. I mean, we haven't. We just sort of dabbled a little bit in a few names. Odell Beckham is one of those names. Sammy Watkins, another. If you're interested, also, no, also Kumaro. No, 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 thanks. Yeah, no. I'm Coom- good. Kumaro was that to Kumaro or to Sammy? Uh, Sammy, yeah, I, Kumaro too. I mean, whatever. Beasley. I, I, yeah, no, 
Julio Jones? No. No. Marquise Goodwin? Probably no. <laughs> He's fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. Durability concerns? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, you know, maybe, listen, one guy, I, I don't know, you didn't really mention a name that, that, that Goodwin might be the closest. You got me like, yeah. Um, but a, a guy, someone that is maybe like Juju Smith-Schuster was with the Chiefs this year. Like, whatever. The, the market isn't what I thought it would be. And get me in an offense where I'm going to get fed, and then I maybe can go cash in next year. I mean, I've been, I've been talking like this for a couple of years, and I don't know, maybe Emmanuel Sanders is the best example, but he retired. He didn't exactly parlay any success he had with the Bills into, like, one last big contract. So maybe I need a younger yeah, guy. Yeah, he's much older. You're right. I need a younger guy than that. Um, Smith-Schuster is only 26. Like, he just turned 26. Right. He's been around a long time. Still so young, yeah. Um, but something like that, I think, could be called for. You know, I because I, what what are the Bills going to be in, in a position to do? Probably not pay like the top one through five receivers even in free agency the contract that they might command. So I might have to go. I got to go like scratch and dent. Ooh. So I might have to live with some question about durability. You you know you take a gamble on a guy. Can he stay healthy? Um, if so, I've won the lottery. If he breaks down, well, hopefully I didn't invest too much money and it doesn't hurt me, but I do have still a weakness I need, I need to address. I need, a, I need, I need an upgrade. Um, so you can't only do that, but I don't know. Who's, who's a good example? Is Michael Thomas a good example of this? I mean, he has had a ridiculous run of injuries that I feel like has lasted five years, but I know that's it's Yeah, I know. It's three, but okay. it's long enough. Yeah, but... We talked a little bit about him just briefly the other day. He's got a huge guarantee for the 24 season that hits, uh, I think, a month from today. So he might be, be end up being available. And with his last few years, does he command any kind of top dollar? Boy, I'd, I'd be stunned. March so 19th. Maybe that's an idea. I don't know. March 19th. I wonder, he's a really close, he's a really interesting one. Like, does he get paid? He was making a lot of money for New Orleans. Mm-hmm. 30 years old now, ankle and leg injuries. He's interesting. I I can't imagine he gets like any sort of big deal. DeAndre Hopkins, who's, I don't think, a free agent, but he's getting talked about a lot, too, mm-hmm. on the older side. Well, maybe you do something like this, you know, a, a day two pick for somebody like that. It's just one idea. By the way, Jamison Crowder is also on this uh, free agent list. I don't ever think about him. That was a challenge for me all year uh, after, <laughs> after he went out and like, oh, yeah, that because I was talking about how they didn't address it. Like have to, I had to sort of walk my way over to Jamison. Like, oh, yeah, they did sign Jamison Crowder. They did Crowder. try to do that, and it didn't. Yeah, He just got injured. So, yeah. But he, that was a one-year thing. All right. Well, there's um, not a lot of news right now, but it's fun to speculate. I guess Rex Ryan won't be coming back, as he seems to be a candidate uh, in Denver. <laughs> right. <laughs> so any, anyone out there... <laughs> Some are some were saying that maybe Rex coming back was was in the air, but it doesn't look like it. So were, was anyone saying that actually? What here? Yeah. Good God, no. I, well, I, I hold on. 
Come on. Somebody's not, saying everything. Right. Not in not in my circles. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's conceivable we could have at some point gotten a call from someone. We didn't. This didn't happen, but it, it, it could happen. Hey, I'm hearing a lot of people talking about Rex Ryan coming back to yes. the Bills, and we'd be like, where where is this happening? Right. <laughs> like, where is this conversation happening? Because it's not happened on it's these airwaves. At Burger as far King, as I know. it's happening at Burger King. Right? Maybe I could I say it? Whopper, you, you wouldn't. Whopper, whopper, whopper. You guys wouldn't believe how many fans tell me on Twitter that this is something that should happen. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Our number. Greg Wasinski today. Joe Ostrowski is on vacation. So if you're thinking he's next, I probably should have said that already. He's not. He won't be on for a few weeks. Going to be taking a break and we'll talk to him down the road which uh, i'm already excited for whenever that happens but it's not going to be today lines are open for you the bills the offseason once again we're here we'll talk some sabers of course too updates on tiger who's on the course at riviera uh tim mccarver dies at the age of 81 got some things to say about him and uh and much more so thanks for listening mike show the bulldog here wgr uh, b john robinson's one of those really special players and i don't think there's a world where he gets to 27 but I, I will pound the table and tell you that I think he's one of the three best football players in this draft. And 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 for as much as uh, not pick a running back in the first round guy that I am, you tell me you pick twenty seven, you get B. John Robinson. You know I, I I can only be so so mad about that. I mm. I, I actually don't think Ooh. I'd mind it at all. GI Joe, mm-hmm. Joe Marino, what's he doing at three forty five? Any, anybody with a name who wants to come on and talk up the idea of the Bills drafted running back, I promise it's not a setup, is welcome to do that. I want to hear it. <laughs> I, want, I, want to talk, I want to be talking about that every minute of the next two and a half months. It's the best. It's the best. Right? I mean, I'm not the only one. It's the best because it's so counterintuitive. Why would I not want – it's not like it's just an open and shut case or something. Why would I not want – a great running back, a great prospect. If he might be one of the top three guys in the draft, you're going to say never ever. I am, and I'm maybe Joe is right that there's not a world where he gets to 27 anyway. I'm, I'm going to try anyway to say no. I'm going to try. <laughs> yes, I just keep, I keep trying. <laughs> you should see. Nobody can because we don't have cameras in here yet. But you should see my eyes light up when the call comes in draft a running back early or anything like that in the last five years anything I, my eyes light up go ahead and sometimes like you can if you want me to do it i'll do it i could make the argument i don't believe in it but i could i know how to do it mm-hmm. i mean sure sometimes it's not a we had a Brees hall guy last year and he was persistent and he was he was good he had game like he was persistent about why the bill should draft Brees hall and, you know, they could have. They didn't get picked in the first round. They could have. And he was really good for, b- before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And his getting hurt is part of the argument against doing it because running backs get hurt a lot. Well, I have respect for Joe. Me too. Me too. I, I, I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot of, like, what a great prospect the guy is for sure. And, I, and I'm, like, I'm not here to poke any holes in that. There's no, um, there's no debate about that. Right. Um, but that, you know, that doesn't make it a good idea in, in and of itself on, on a team that is as throw heavy as this team is uh, and really to me how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Needs help opening holes for whoever the running back is going to be. Right. Let's go to Brian here. Hi, Brian. Hey, guys. So, good discussion on free agency. I think... One of the opportunities for the Bills, as I look at it, is to kind of get rid of that bottom three in their receiver group. They usually keep six. Bean has traditionally gone after the older veteran style, you know, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, John Brown, guys in their late 20s to 30s when we acquire them. And I think by by not re-signing Beasley, letting Kumaro go, obviously, because all he does is play special teams, not, not going after Crowder to get him back, letting Beasley go. I think two guys that make sense for the Bills in terms of money are, when you look down the spot track list, are Zacchaeus from Atlanta and Slayton. I think Slayton's always been fairly productive when the Giants use him. But both guys are in their middle 20s, say 26, and spot track has them at under $4 million apiece. Now, if you do that, there's your four and your five receivers. You're keeping Davis, Diggs, obviously secure. And then that sets you up for a draft where – if a great lineman falls, you're not pressured into picking a wide receiver and wedging it in there if, if, if they don't belong. But it also opens you up for a tight end. So if you love Dalton Kincaid, if he makes it, or uh, Musgrave from um, Oregon State, something to that effect, you can get another pass catcher and not have to wedge in receivers when it comes to game day and you can only activate 48. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brian. Michael Mayer is another tight end name. Notre Dame, Notre I Dame. think. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, Slayton, and I guess Zacchaeus, but yeah, Slayton was kind of a puzzle with the Giants over different coaches, why he wasn't higher on their list when they were often really scrambling at receiver. And speaking of them, they made the obligatory uh, deal with Hodgins. Hodgins, the former Bill, his situation was the Giants just have to push a button and they have him for one year, so he'll be an RFA next year this way unless he signs a bigger deal with them. That's a great, that was a great get. That is a great get. And him being cast aside basically for Kumaro, 
is tough to take. That's a woof. <laughs> it is, a, it is that, a big whiff. That is a woof right yeah. there yeah. by the Bills, I think. Uh, and that's not just hindsight. We liked this player. I mean, i not saying you and I equally did, but, you know, okay, let's see what he can do. And then he was gone. I, I, I am very hard to convince when the conversation rolls around to, well, I don't know, can he cover punts? Yeah, exactly. I, I just, I'm just very hard. Like you know, I, <laughs> just put it out of bounds. All right, and, and 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 that and that is, I I think that is probably, maybe maybe I'll have even more company. I think I have plenty of company in that already, including yourself. Uh, and maybe there'll be a lot more because of how this all went down. Because I, I think primarily that's why they kept Kumaro over Hodgins. And you know, I know Kumaro didn't get a chance to really play because he got hurt, and like that was the end of that. And there's no, you know, there's no accounting for that necessarily but man Hodgins it's just it's a big it's a big mess by the way I want to get to the next call but I want to this is the time to say it the the speculation it was something we've talked about during the season and other times how whether or not there's an issue with Sean McDermott and his younger players like why else would you keep Kumaro experience you know the coveted experience coaches are always sort of impressed with that uh, locker room stuff, culture stuff, whatever. But you you sometimes knowingly forsake talent mm-hmm. to that end. And so that's kind of two different points. We got a tweet yesterday, or I did, if not you also, from a guy named Brent that I really liked. He's like, you, know, you guys are talking about trading for draft picks, but it only goes so far if you're not going to play them. Cook didn't start a game. Elam didn't start week one. You know, okay, Super Bowl favorite, right? That's how we all sort of mm-hmm. – Accepted that. It's going to be tough to earn a spot on a team that's this deep. It's a good roster. If not, it was a great roster. But is there more to that? You know, is Hodgins somebody that, or Shakir, right? Shakir, every time we saw him, he looked good. But it just wasn't very often, you know? And in the playoffs, they really kind of needed him. But during the season, you know, it just was other guys. Didn't really get to do very much. All right. Here's Dennis next. Hi, Dennis. Hey, guys. Um, so I called with one point, and then you kind of made me think of something else here while I was listening. But um, We're going to need you to make the first point, then hang up, and then call back and make the second point. <laughs> well, the first point, uh, going to what Bulldog said in the last segment about like a scratch and dent receiver, um, you know, I've been really kind of going through the list of, of free agents that are out there. One that kind of stands out to me a little bit is Paris Campbell, um, because – Number one, he was a fairly highly touted player coming out. He was a second-round pick. He went to a big school. He went to Ohio State. Yep. He's like a four-three-eight forty guy. We uh, a couple things the Bills lack is ability to go over the middle of the field and speed, like just generalized team speed. Um, and so that might be a guy that you can get super cheap. I think NFL.com has him like like the eighty-fifth out of a hundred free agents out there, or something like that. So. You know, that might just be a guy that might fill uh, something that we're missing um, just with speed and, and, and players that, that run over the middle. I mean, almost all of his catches are between the numbers, which is what we never do. And b- before so, you continue, Dennis, on Campbell, he's been a favorite of mine, too. You know, he's one of these guys that gets the dumb injury-prone thing. Even like he was, yeah. in a, he was in a car accident once. Like these are just random things. So not that he was ever he was never Christian McCaffrey in terms of fantasy. Where it got, oh, I can't draft him. He's going to get hurt. By the way, McCaffrey played like I think twenty games this year. 
Uh, Campbell played all 17 for Indianapolis. So And he played great in a bad he's offense. Good. Yeah, he's good. So, yeah, I, 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 I like this idea. This idea, the first time it came up, appealed to me, Dennis. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on him. Yeah, um, and then the other thing that you guys were talking about was, you know, just about about keeping Kumaro over, um, you know, Hodgins, and and I think about that stuff too, and and I think like, you know, we're talking about special teams, which does have a role, but you know, I'm I'm really tired of all of the, you know, you lose for certain reasons, and then afterwards everybody talks about how they got to learn from it. Oh, we're gonna put this one behind, and we're gonna learn from it. Well, then show us that you learn instead of like, because I don't see a lot of learning. You know, from year to year, I see our same wimpy defense in the playoffs. I see, you know, there's no learning there. I'm not really seeing a lot of learning um, in, in, in our ability to change, game plan, uh, change the plan a little bit throughout the game and make adjustments. I'm certainly not seeing, like, I, I would hope that you would say, okay, Jake Kumro played zero role for us at all on our team last year, and we had a kid in Hodgins that really could have done something for us, and we just let him go. At a position of need. At a position of need. At a position of need, and instead of playing him, like you said, Mike, we valued experience so much, we still had him on our roster when we went out and got John Brown. And I, I just I, I don't understand that. Well, I you know, think like, he I, was... I, you think he's I think gone he by then? was gone by the time Brown came in. Okay, um, well then, if you really needed John Brown that bad, why didn't you just elevate yeah. Hodgins? No, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah the, makes sense. The fact that they 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 lost Hodgins the way they did, and then ended up pivoting to Brown, and then eventually Beasley. Well, I mean, I said it the day it happened, and and continued to say. I mean, it was it was glaring, um, that you know that they had sort of blown the position this year. Because you, you, you don't go get guys that you decided a year and two years ago weren't good enough to help you anymore if you haven't screwed up something. I mean, they, they really they botched it. Hodgins played eight games for the Giants, so regular season. So I think, yes, that he probably was gone before Brown came in. Watching Tiger Woods? I, I am not yet watching Tiger Woods. It's not even really on yet. Like, I'm watching Golf Channel, and they're just showing his shots and going okay. to the to the studio. And ESPN doesn't have it yet, so it's probably like a streaming ESPN okay. Plus or something right now. I think I could do that. Birdied one. All right. Who's he playing with? Because I, I I do have uh, interest in Justin Thomas. Uh, he is playing with Justin Thomas okay. and Rory McIlroy. Would you call that the feature group? I would. I think yes, I would. Th- those are three. Who would have to be studs. in another group? Trump, right, and two any two other people, would that be the feature group? Trump, his wife, and Obama. If you put the last three presidents in a group, that would be the feature group, right? I think. I suppose. Can they play it all? That doesn't matter. I mean, I think I'd watch that over Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, and McElroy. I don't think I would. No. No. I mean, he probably is golfing. There could be coverage. I don't know. He's probably golfing. He's usually golfing. Maybe, yeah. Well, cool to see Tiger. It's Riviera. Do you know my Riviera story? I'm sure I do. (laughs) Every time. I can't recite it for you, but I'm positive I know it. Every time I think of Riviera, I think of Jim Kelly. Because going back to the Super Bowl when it was in San Diego, Mm -hmm. I was out on that trip. I was with Steve Tasker, and we were hanging out, and he's like, Let's go to this place 
Kelly's going to be there. They're buddies, and like this is what this is what we're doing. Like, okay, great. Of course, I'm saying yes to that. So we go, and Jim is there, and I remember Jack McDowell being there, the pitcher, and Donovan McNabb, I think, was there. And you know, this is like I'm at the Super Bowl. This is really cool. And so Steve and I, like Steve and Jim, are talking, and I'm standing there. And I don't even know if I'd hardly met Kelly. Like I'd covered mm-hmm. him a little bit, but I don't think he knew who I was or anything. But you know, I'm I'm Steve's guy. So I, <laughs> I, I said to him, he's sitting on a stool with his back to the window, just sitting there. Didn't look particularly excited to be talking to me. And he said, uh, I said, what did you do today? And he said, I played golf. And I said, where? As if any answer was interesting to that question. Like, why would I care? I'm in right. Southern California. But, what yeah, but answer? Because you asked that question, and, like, if the answer is, oh, yeah, I've played there. Boy, three is really tough or whatever. Right. You're not right. going to have any of that. Right. <laughs> if Patrick Mahomes is in Buffalo and somehow – I'm with a friend of mine who's a friend of his, and the three of us are talking. I said, what did you do today? And he said, I played golf. I said, where? He says, River Oaks. I'm like, oh, let me tell you. Exactly. What answer was Kelly going to give that was interesting to me? Like, there's no possible. So I said, he said, I said, what did you do today? He said, I played golf. I said, where? He said, Riviera. And I said, oh, and walked away. That's impressive. (laughs) Okay. Heard of it. (laughs) That was the entire conversation. Right. And the next, the next time I met him would have been like, I don't know, a couple of years later or something, was at a bar, and he was coming out of the bathroom, and I was going in. I'm like, oh, hey, Jim. And he recognized me by that point. And I said, how's it going? He's like, good. I'm mad at you about something, but I don't remember what it is. Oh, nice. That's what he no. said to me. That's about the most – those are the two, like, outside of the, uh, the radiothons, which were lovely, those are, like, my two pro- mo- most prominent interactions with him and his occasional uh, – visit to our show over the years on our show yeah, yeah like in, those are the only two outside of the radiothon where he would sit and talk just at it was just beautiful at times uh for hunter's hope those two interactions are, are my, my only two <laughs> oh, where'd you play golf today oh okay bye uh, i'm mad he's i'm mad at you about something but i don't remember what it is i i'll no. i'll think of it and i'm probably want i gotta i want to get out of there before he thinks of it not not the bathroom like the bar i want to get out of there before right, he thinks right, of it yeah right all right Maybe he's thought of it by now. I don't know. Probably has. You see him in a Super Bowl ad. He was I, in a Super Bowl ad. Yes, he was. I I I, only, I saw a clip of that. I don't think I saw the whole ad. It was a good one. It was for women in football, where you had right. a, a woman running like nobody could get the ball from her, and she's running all over creation, starting with Aaron Andrews on the field. She's running all over the creation. Uh, cool. Getting getting away. Yeah, and Jim. There was Jim. Cool. I agree. Greg Wyshynski, talk some hockey coming up in just over 15 minutes. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. Welcome back. Greg Wyshynski today, always a treat. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. I know you would have seen it because you're a regular viewer of The Masked Singer Mm. last night. What a moment. Yeah, man, I'll never forget it. I uh, what uh, what happened exactly? Don't watch the Masked Singer, and neither does Bulldog. But I did trip on what happened last night today, this morning online, and it's it's amazing. Dick Tell Van Dyke, more. Dick Van Dyke come, at ninety seven, come, come on, sings supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, dances a little bit on stage. He had moves, 
back in the day. I mean, he had a couple last like, night at 97 years old. Right, right. To remember the words at 97, at any age, that song, at any age. I think I think it's impressive if you know all the words of that song, no matter how old you are. And he's he's up there at 97 years old banging that out. Come on. That is awesome. That somehow evaded my uh, uh, social media feeds. I did not see that highlight anywhere. He called it the weirdest. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medela is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Thing he's ever done. I believe that. They have this big... Like, weird he head on him, and they pull the head yeah. off, and it's Dick Van Dyke, and the crowd goes crazy. You don't know who it is. I was going to say, what, is he, what was he disguised as? Okay. Like a giant pumpkin, almost, it looks like. Wow. I don't know. I, It's a pumpkin with big ears. It's like a pig and a pumpkin combined. Pumpkin pig. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. It is pretty cool. I mean, just come on with this guy. Yeah, no, that is cool. Yeah, I I mean, obviously, I had no idea where you were going when you started that, but I like where we ended up. Dick Van Dyke. Dick Dick Van Dyke, that's pretty cool. What a legend. Yeah. 97 years old, the masked singer. You missed something. I did get to the golf. You're right. It is on already streaming ESPN Plus, and um, Tiger is, maybe this is just how he walks now. Like, he is... It's not like, you know, was in tournaments he was playing last year where he, you know, had played already 18 or 36 holes and was really laboring, but he limps. 
period. I mean, that's just – that's his gate now, I guess, because um, they're only three holes in, and, uh, like, you could notice it. Mm-hmm. And he, he missed a long, a long birdie putt, but tapped in for par. Right now he's um, wrapping his ankle. Yes, I just saw that a moment ago. I mention it because this streaming, this has been going on for a while, if you have the ESPN app and and subscribe. Um, I mean, some stuff I think is available for free, but nonetheless um, – I stumbled across last week. I was watching this because, well, gambling. Why else? Uh, the Phoenix Open on I think Thursday or Friday after the show. I think it was Thursday round one, and same thing. Feature group. I don't remember who it was now, um, and I recognized the voice of the of the of the like I guess the play by play guy, and it was Kevin Sylvester. And I and I knew Kevin is is from here. I worked. I co-hosted the morning show with him before Howard. Uh, we had Howard Simon news yesterday uh, about retirement. Uh, Kevin and I did that show together, and then he did it for a while before um, Howard came in. And he's been doing like I knew he was involved in PGA Tour radio and some satellite stuff. I had never heard him on on ESPN. Now, I don't think he's made it to like the broadcast broadcast, but the streaming like he was there and he sounded great. So I just wanted to mention that somebody that fans here might be familiar with if you hear a familiar voice on the golf coverage it might be kevin greg wasinski coming up we'll talk sabers and the nhl mike shope and the bulldog wgr why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.